श्रीगणेशा नम ओं श्री सरस्वत नम ओं श्री गुरुभ्यो नम सच्चिदानंदय विश्वत्पत्तिपत्रय विनाशा श्रीकृष्णा वह श्रीकृष्णा वुम वसुदेवसुत देव कंसचाणूरमर्धनम देवकी परमानंदम कृष्ण वंदे जगद्गु कृष्ण वंदे जगद्गु मूक कौति वाचाल पंगुम लंघयते गिरी यमहम वंदे परमानंदमाधव परमानंदमाधव वांग्मे मनसी प्रतिष्ठिता मनो मे वाचि प्रतिष्ठितम् आवीर्मेधी वेदस्मस्थ श्रुत मे महासी अनेनाधीतेन अहोरात्रदी हृद वदिष्या सत्यम वदिष्या तन्मावतु तदवक्तावतु अवतु मवतु वक्तावतु वक्तारम ओं शाति 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 श्री कृष्ण गोविंद हरे मुरारे हे नाथ नारायण वासुदेवा जिह्वे पिबस्वामृतमेत गोविंद दामोदर माधवेति हे कृष्ण हे यादव हे सखेति हे कृष्ण हे यादव हे सखेति हे कृष्ण हे यादव हे सखेति सो वी वर ऑन द फोर्टीएथ श्लोका लास्ट टाइम वेर वी रेड कुलक्षय प्रणश्यंती कुलधर्मा सनातना धर्मे नष्टे कुलम कृष्णम अधर्मो अभिभवत्युत so arjun is telling bhagwan and and uh, I, that's where i left last time by the destruction of families or clans sanatanah kuladharmah pranashyanti that culture or tradition which is flowing in uh, from tradition which is flowing from family to family lineage after lineage that will get destroyed and i told you one thing more at that time and see in sanatan dharma uh, before that you need to understand one more small thing in uh, how the whole philosophy spans on top is philosophy from philosophy comes religion from religion comes culture from culture comes tradition okay the reason i said it for for a reason when you talk about philosophy many philosophies may be like looking like egg like each other only many people know that god is only one but the definition of god there may be somewhere which is right somewhere which is not so correct somewhere be accurate but sanatan dharma gives the accurate definition of god see god is somebody every religion has accepted in their own form so you know once what happened i'll tell you one incident here before i go into the session there was a camp going on of pooja gurudev in sidwadi sidwadi is in dharmshala So there was a camp going on, and there were many camp uh, the people who were attending the camp. There was one person who was very interested in what Gurudev is saying. 
but he was too much confused. So he went to Gurudev and said, Gurudev, I have a question. So Gurudev asked him, what is the question? So no, no, I cannot ask in front of everyone. You need to give me separate time to ask this question. He said, why, what happened? The question is very personal to me. I cannot ask in front of everyone. I don't want others to, you know, think like that. So he went to Gurudev and asked. Gurudev said, okay, come tomorrow morning. After the session, you come and sit with me. So he went and sat in front of Gurudev. And he said, Gurudev, I have a problem, but don't get upset with me. He said, what? You know, Gurudev, I don't believe in God. So Gurudev said, you have been sitting in the session for five days and have been elaborating upon God in so much detail. So he was thinking that Gurudev was going to scold him. Gurudev didn't scold him. Gurudev asked him, which God? See, the question is very clear, huh? which God? So he said, he got confused now, which God? What do I answer to Gurudev now? He said, no, Gurudev, I do not know much about God. He said, that's why I'm asking, which God you don't believe in? So he said, that God under who has created this whole creation, and there is so much problem in this whole world. Every, somewhere, wherever you look, there is a problem. Some are resolvable, some are non-resolvable, some are dying, some are doing something. I don't understand which kind of God is this. I'm not impressed with that God. So the Gurudev said, if that is the God you don't believe, then there are two atheists sitting in this room. He got shocked. What is he talking about? He is elaborating about God in that session. It's been six days I've been hearing and he's saying he's also an atheist. He says, you know what? The problem is people don't, they don't uh, disbelieve in God. There, there is nobody who don't believe in God. The only problem is the understanding of God which you have. That's a problem. The God which you do not believe in is not the actual God. You don't know the God yet. You don't believe in the God which is as per your understanding. What you have understood of God, that at God you don't believe. He said, I am also an atheist if that is the case. See, the problem here is, God has got many definitions in the normal parlance. Everywhere, somebody may have given some definition. But trust me, God's definition, most of the places, is incorrect or incomplete. See, if you think of God as a person who created and left this creation to run on his own, and everybody has to resolve their own problem, then I would say that I'm also not impressed with the resume of God. That's not how God functions. The problem is everybody has got a different and incomplete understanding of God. That's what they believe or don't believe in. Some people have a fairly better idea of God, they start believing in. Some people have completely incorrect idea of God. So the disbelief in God is not in the disbelief in the actual God. It's in the understanding which we have formed in our mind. So the scriptures, one function is, I told you in the beginning that Bhagavad Gita is split into three portions. The first six chapters is Tvampad. Who are you? First of all, we don't have an understanding of ourselves only. That's the first problem. The next six chapters is called Tatpad. Tatpad means who is God? What is actually God supposed to be? How does he look like? How does he function? Those things are explained in the next six chapters, which is from seven onwards up to twelve. The last six chapters is called Asipad, the unison between the Tat and Tvam. What is your relationship with God? But actually you can take those six chapters in one more way that, you know, how do you understand that God? That God is present everywhere. Even now in this room, he is more present than us. I am using the word more present than us. We are present because of his presence. But we cannot feel him. Because we have gone into a different level altogether. So the last six chapters are basically telling you the sadhana by which, using which, you can start comprehending and understanding the God in his real form. So, you know, you will see in the last six chapters, Bhagwan will talk about what kind of food you should eat, what kind of shraddha you should have. Why is it important? Because ultimately it all boils down here. What we have formed in our intellect and our inner equipment. What understanding we have formed here. Many people you will see, they have a completely distorted understanding 
and they live their whole life with that distorted understanding and who is who's losing they are themselves who are losing from the whole thing i told one thing at the beginning session itself one thing which is very important for us in this life is that whatever we learn is one side but at least fix your faith correctly that where we live in this life at least we can start from there we don't have to struggle building our faith in the next life at least that's the minimum we should do in this life itself god is beautiful rather i would use the word he is the only beautiful thing in this whole cosmos among this whole mumbo jumbo he is the only one who is beautiful but our eyes cannot see him our eyes cannot comprehend him our mind cannot understand him because we have never been made to understand what he really is that's what this text is going to do in this entirety now arjun what he is talking about here when he says sanatana kuladharma pranashyanti he is talking about that culture which is sprouting out of religion that tradition which we are going to lose there is no textbook which is going to teach you kula dharma and jati dharma there are two kind of dharmas we talk about kula dharma jati dharma actually there are three dharmas i am telling you now only there is kula dharma there is jati dharma and then there is ashram dharma ashram is not the ashram we talk about where guru and all are there that's not i'm talking about the four ashrams i'm talking about the brahmacharya grahastha vanaprastha and sanyas you see every ashram has its own set of dharmas those dharmas if you do correctly automatically you are supposed to be left at the next ashram by on its own i'm telling you one small example well especially brahmacharya i'll pick up because today there are no kids here so i can pick it up now <laughs> you know because otherwise people will become educated by the whole thing see brahmacharya ashram the the point of brahmacharya ashram is that brahmacharya ashram is an ashram to learn discipline you have to learn certain things how will you learn discipline it doesn't come out of mother's womb to you it's not given naturally to you see in this whole creation you need to understand to grow above you need efforts but to fall is natural what strange thing it is because that's what gravitational force is all about for an apple to fall from the tree it needs no effort for a human to fall below human level it needs no effort leave your brain empty it will automatically fall down because the moment you do not fill your intellect and inner equipment with dharma adharma will take it over that's the natural trend because we are sitting at a lower level there are higher lokas above us in this loka it's a mixture of both dharma and adharma so if you leave your intellect empty or do not learn about dharma it is automatically going to be overpowered by adharma that's exactly what arjuna is telling here that kula dharma once the kula dharma is gone the family values are gone value system is gone what will happen dharme nashte krishnam kulam the family also will fall krishnam means it will get destroyed why because an adharmic family you don't think they will survive for long the family values the family system will survive for many families have diminished in the whole creation many have come many have gone they will not be a name for them also there are some families which remain even today there they say you know it's a great family what is the greatness about that family because they have followed that culture and tradition culture and tradition is basically to uplift us so uh, naturally when a child is born he is uncultured he or she is uncultured culture has to be fed into that person that's what kula dharma is all about that's why arjun will now talk about a very important facet which i left in the last class that women is a very very important facet of our society they are important why because they are the one because of whom the society runs i'm using correct word here even being a man i'm telling you because of whom the society runs because of whom the society gets protected also so a woman has got a very high level of responsibility also that's why it is said very clearly in in our scriptures in manu maharaj says 
स्त्रिया सदैव रक्षणीय पिता पुत्र पति पतिनवा दे आर ऑलवेज टू बी प्रोटेक्टेड इन द चाइल्डहुड बाय अ फादर इन द आफ्टर पीरियड बाय हस्बैंड एंड लेटर ऑन बाय देयर ओन चिल्ड्रन ऑलवेज प्रोटेक्टेड सदैव रक्षणीय सी दैट्स हाउ मनुष्य मनु शास्त्र टॉक्स अबाउट मनुस्मृति टॉक्स अबाउट That's why they play a very important role because they are not going only going to help the culture; they are also going to help the children also grow into that culture. So they become the important pe- people who will pass on the torch of culture from tradition to tradition. See, when I say Rakshaniya, I am not trying to say anything wrong here. When you say Rakshaniya, definitely yes, there will be you know many kind of of time it will come that you know. they should not do this they should not do that those kind of things were will come up but it's not to suppress women it's only to ensure that we protect the women so that the society gets cultured what happens now is in these days now what happens is first of all we have left a generation which themselves didn't know the culture so what to pass on forget about that britishers did a very good thing by destroying that portion gurukul used to be an important portion दे से वन वर्ड पंचवर्षाणी लालयेत दश वर्षाणी ताड़ेत प्राप्त षोडश वर्षाणी पुत्र मित्रवत आचरेत दैट्स द वेट इज गिवन फॉर और फैमिली लाइफ दे से फर्स्ट फाइव इयर्स अ किड नीड्स टू बी गिवन अबंडंस ऑफ लव अबंडंट लव वाई सो दैट द किड डज नॉट हैव टू लुक फॉर लव आउटसाइड द फैमिली फुल स्टॉप दैट्स द मीनिंग वॉट एवर लव इज रिक्वायर्ड ही शुड गेट फ्रॉम द फैमिली इट सो पंच वर्षा लालयेत पैंपर दैट चाइल्ड डजेंट मैटर दश वर्षा ताड़ेत इन द नेक्स्ट टेन इयर्स विच इज सिक्स ऑनवर्ड्स अप टू फिफ्टीन और सिक्सटीन यू नीड टू यू नो गिव डिसिप्लिन टू दैट चाइल्ड ताड़ेत मीन्स यू नीड टू बी वेरी स्ट्रिक्ट विद दैट चाइल्ड एट दैट टाइम इफ यू पैंपर देन इट्स नॉट गोइंट टू वर्क इट्स गोइंग टू स्पॉइल दैट चाइल्ड सी इवन यू नो हाउ टू डेवलप अ चाइल्ड ऑल्सो सो क्लियरली रिटर्न इन संस्कृत वॉट टू टॉक अबाउट दश वर्षा ताड़ेत देन कीप इम कीप दैट चाइल्ड इन डिसिप्लिन दैट पॉइंट इन टाइम देन प्राप्त षोडश वर्षा पुत्र मित्रवत आचरे वंस दैट चाइल्ड अटेन सिक्सटीन नीदर युअर लव विल वर्क नॉर युअर डिसिप्लिन विल वर्क ट्रीट दैट चाइल्ड एज युअर फ्रेंड सो दैट दे कन्फाइड इन यू they confide in you why because there are many circumstances which you cannot control outside but if the child doesn't confide in you how will you improve you cannot go to their college you cannot go to their parties you cannot go to their their set of friends they meet everywhere you can't be there so you have to let the child confide in you the ch- you should take the child as your friend neither your discipline will work neither your love is going to work love will remain of course is a child so love will remain but too much pampering will not work so they say prapte shodash varshani putram mitravat acharet you have to be with with that child as a friend so that they confide in you so that you can correct them wherever required but that correction is not out of discipline that correction is as a friend here krishna is arjuna is speaking to krishna as a friend see this he is talking to krishna as a friend now because with friend he can confide now he cannot move out of this war field and go to kunti and say mother i want to share with you something that cannot happen here so he chose a right person to become his charioteer become his driver become his person who can lead him with the fight so good that who can guide him correctly in life also so he says here er krishnam kulam अधर्मा उता अभिभवती वेन वंस द कुलधर्मा इज गॉन अधर्मा इज गोइंग टू टेक ओवर दैट क्लैन एंड अधर्मा विल स्प्रेड एवरीवेयर विद दैट वील मूव इन टू द नेक्स्ट श्लोका आई रीड टू श्लोका टूगेदर फोर्टी वन एंड फोर्टी सेकेंड अधर्मा अभिभवात् कृष्ण प्रदुष्यती कुल स्त्रिय स्त्रीषु दुष्टासु वाश्नेय जायते वर्णसंकर शंकर नरकाय पतंति पितरो लुप्तपिंडोदक्रियाधर्माभवात्ष्ण प्रदुष्यती कुलस्त्रिय स्त्रीषु दुष्टासु वाश्नेय जायते वर्णसंकर 
संकरो नरकाय पतंति पितरो ह्येशाम लुप्त पिंडोदक क्रिया नाउ ही यूजेस टू एड्रेस फॉर भगवान हियर इन द फर्स्ट लाइन ऑफ फोर्टी फर्स्ट श्लोक ही यूज हे कृष्ण बिकॉज ही सेज अधर्म अभिभवात कृष्ण ही यूजेस फर्स्ट हे कृष्ण एज ए फ्रेंड इज टॉकिंग अबाउट नाउ ही सी वॉट इज टॉकिंग अबाउट ही सेज हे कृष्ण अधर्म अभिभवात कुलस्त्रिय प्रदुष्यंती वेन अधर्मा Uh, will increase in the family in the intellect in the culture will go away and adharma is going to take over everything the first danger which happens is the family women women population will become pradushyanti they will become polluted now you know there is a word here polluted there is a reason he said that what happens now in in sanatan dharma between a man and a woman the way it is differentiated is very clear if a man is cultured that culture will only remain with him if he gets spoiled only he is going to get spoiled it's not going to affect the family but woman because the child is also being protected by that woman she is also being being nourished by that woman so if but a woman is polluted the whole family will get polluted that's that's the word he is using here kulastriya pradushyanti so somebody should ask why is not talking about men here there are two reasons why he is not talking about men here one in the fight all men are going to die there will be no men left dharmic men won't be left those who did not come to the fight they are anyway adharmic that's why they didn't, didn't even come to the fight so they are already spoiled so what is the use of talking about them so he is saying if this continues what will happen male population will die in the war then female will become vulnerable and exposed to those adharmic people who are left behind what they will do they will start overpowering these females see there is a logic behind what arjuna is talking about and once they start overpowering those females definitely yes those adharmic behavior will start cultivating through them to the family and the family values will get destroyed that's what he is talking about here that's why use the word hey krishna is talking as a friend right now why can't you see my friend he is talking about out to with friend that you know this is what is going to happen i can see it very clearly and this this is exactly what yudhishthir saw at the end what did we do man people can't search their dead dead bodies of their own relatives it's like bloodshed everywhere he got out fearful at the end i hope the remaining people do not revolt against us that we ended up destroying everybody and that's what arjun is seeing now he is saying and the next word he uses in the next line hey varshneya varshneya is the name of bhagwan because he, bhagwan krishna is born in vrishni kula vrishni family his name got varshneya now you see arjun has to talk about family values so arjun is reminding bhagwan of his family first see he is not lost mind completely here he is talking complete sense so he uses in the same shloka he is addressing bhagwan in two different names he says hey varshneya bhagwan who am i talking to you know about your family you are yourself born in vrishni kula you are bhagwan also you know about the family values why i have to tell you you should be knowing yourself He says, "Hey, Vasneya, Strishu Dushtasu Varna Sankaraha Jayate. Once the women population get polluted, then there will be something called Varna Sankara. Now, that's a point which is going to take a little time to explain. Varna Sankara, in a common parlance, means add mixture of castes. Castes, okay? Add mixture of castes. When one caste gets mixed with other one, they, you know." intermingle without limitations and boundaries that is what is intermingling of caste all about now the problem is the moment we hear the word caste oh, we all get agitated because caste is a word which is used so incorrectly today very very incorrectly so gurudev uses a word caste is a word which in it in its perverted meaning i'm purposefully using what gurudev used here he says it's in its perverted meaning is something which 
become makes many people agitated many people revolt against that thing especially the educated you open the channel there will be some debate going on on this system i don't understand how we fell into this caste system caste system is not the way it is been understood today that understanding is completely wrong what we understand of caste is the way we hindu way of living has fallen into caste in those days used to be an intelligent division of the available manpower of a community i'm using it purposefully okay professional groups what you call it it used to be an intelligent division and, and how why i say intelligent division it the whole manpower was divided into categories depending upon their intellectual and mental capabilities that's the difference bhagwan krishna in the fourth chapter 13th shloka he will use the word chaturvarnyam maya srishtam guna karma vibhagashah bhagwan says i created these four varnam see varnam is the word we use for caste but actually varnam in sanskrit means color they are four shades of a society they are not meant to divide and fight amongst people that's not how it is supposed to be it is grossly misunderstood if that the understanding which remains in the society today if that is the understanding then those people getting in you know agitated about the caste system is not wrong that's not the real meaning it's clearly an intelligent division of manpower depending upon their intellectual and mental capabilities now what happens those people who are interested in research and study oriented things they were categorized as brahmanas who are intellectual and research oriented they want to study their whole life they became brahmanas they were styled as brahmanas okay those people who have the interest to protect a country or who want to get into leadership positions i'm using the word leadership positions they want to protect the country they want to do the act of protecting the country against the external and internal aggravators and all aggressors and all those people will they and they could take up the risk of of you know oh, fighting and all those things those people were categorized as kshatriyas i'll come to bhagwan's division also right now there is a reason i picked up that shloka why bhagwan said i have divided with only two things in mind according to guna and according to karma i said na chaturvarnyam maya srishtam guna karma vibhagasha the basis of only guna and karma there is no other way bhagwan has divided bhagwan did not create khatri and other and all other things at all he did not create that he did not create gupta garg bansal and all those things those are our creations he did not create chaturvedi dvivedi and trivedi and all he didn't do all those things ha huh? he said it's only divided between them in the way of their intellectual and mental capacities he did not make those divisions the way we have understood it today so bhagwan's division i'll come later on those people who wanted to serve the community through agriculture and trade they became they got categorized as vaishyas now those people who do not fall under the above three categories they were termed as shudras and they were termed as shudras and then who will come into that entire service class social service and all and though all those people who does laborious job and all they all came under shudras under the noble clan of shudras there's a reason i'm saying when bhagwan said four colors he did not say that one color is superior and another is, is inferior he never used that term color means they have equal status trust me if i take one out of the society this society will collapse i'm using the word purposefully okay let me just conceive of a society which has got only brahmanas who will do the other thing who will do agriculture who will do trade how will the country be protected who will work brahmanas alone cannot lead the country okay leave aside that there are only kshatriyas there is a country to protect and not but for whom there are no people left 
For who do you all do all these things? Okay, there are only Vaishyas. They will fight amongst themselves only then. <laughs> the competition. <laughs> then nobody will be left. So then, only Shudras. Why? Bhagwan created this division purposively like that. There is a reason behind it. This is how the society runs. There is a suktam for Bhagwan called Purusha Suktam. Bhagwan says, Brahmana are my head. And you know, oh, Vaishyas are my hand. He uses those terminology himself. Shudras are my leg. So, you know, people come back and say, why did Bhagwan put Shudras as his leg? Are bhai, without leg, can you reach somewhere? Why can't you understand? Just conceive of a man without leg. Where will you reach? You can't go and reach any destination. So they are part and parcel and important for the society to reach somewhere. If you society cannot function without them, they are equally important. Nobody is inferior, nobody is superior here. When Bhagwan says guna karma, I will bring up that discussion now only. See, we have three gunas. Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. I will discuss these gunas later on, what are the qualities of these gunas. But for the division of this Varna, I am telling you, those people who are Sattva Pradhan and Raja Upas Pradhan, their Sattva is primary and Rajas is secondary, they will fall into the category of Brahmanas. Because remember, for research and studies, without Sattva you cannot do. That's why in Brahmacharya, culture is required. I told you in the Brahmacharya Ashram, Today kids are not there, I can say it. In Brahmacharya, kids need to have sattva to study. See, enjoyment and all there in the life is good. It can come once you have completed studies also. But if you lose the time of your studies in enjoyment, at the time we were, when you were supposed to enjoy, what will you do? The time is gone. It will not come again. So that there is an intelligent division of the time and ashram also that way. You have to do what you have to do at that time. If those people who study well in Brahmacharya, they are focused, they make effort to grow, trust me, they don't have to look back in life. Now those people who in Brahmacharya try to enjoy life, they have to rug throughout their whole life. So Bhagwan says, those who are Sattva Pradhan and Raja Upapradhan, they become Brahmana. Now comes the Kshatriya. Now Kshatriya Bhagwan says, those who are Rajas Pradhan and Sattva as Upapradhan, they have Rajas as the primary and Sattva as the secondary, they become Kshatriyas. Then Bhagwan says, those people who are Rajas Pradhan and Tamas as the secondary, they become Vaishyas. For Shudras, Bhagwan says, those who have Tamas Pradhan and Raja as Upapradhan, they become Shudras. See, I am talking about Gunas. I am not talking about inferior or superior here at all. Huh? Bhagwan has divided the thing. So their Guna, so will be their action. Now, Kshatriya will always be in their politics or they will be in, at the border protecting the country, there will be army or all those things. Brahmana will be you know, they will be in puja or other things and they will be teachers and all those things. So that's how the intelligent division of society is all about. Now, when we talk about admixture of caste, there is nothing wrong about that. That's the way I said, na, this division of caste is according to what we call today as professional groups. That division is already there. Now, when they so seriously talk about this inadvisability of admixture, they just think for a while, a qualified doctor a qualified engineer is sent to a hospital as an in charge and he is sent to an operation theater to do an operation. What will it be? It will be a social danger. The same way a doctor is sent to take care of a power plant, what will he do? That is what he is talking about, add mixture of caste. It is called the incompatible intermingling of caste. Now what has happened that young men and women in the blindness of their passion, they have lost their boundaries. They have not understood what the thing is. Culture and tradition is maintained from family after family, decades after decades. And our ancestors have worked and rugged enough to cultivate that culture to be passed on to the uh, you know future generations. And just see, if they look at it that what we worked hard we, you know, lost sweat to create this. 
we lost our life and there are people who in their merriness are just destroying it what will they feel seeing those things that is what arjuna is trying to bring out here varna shankar this is called add mixture of caste so i have to bring that up separately you please remember when they become you know blind with passion and all those things when it becomes into a habit of there is a word called lust when we comes into see lust knows no boundaries and it care a damn about culture it care a damn about evolution of the society it just wants to fulfill itself so to not fall into that bracket is why arjun is recommending this now think of something there is external police and court to you know see whether we are are uh, working within the rules or not just think of a society cultured society which is self regulated they don't need police and court see the actual usefulness of a culture is when you don't need you feel these police and courts as useless you don't need them at all why do we need to fight with us each other why why can't we be as one family and why can't we support each other there are two brothers in one family there is no necessity that both of them will grow exactly the same way so what if one cannot grow that way the other supports the family can become remain the same unit the culture is saved he is talking about why can't we live together why we have to live separately why we have to think separately so arjuna is talking exactly the same thing here he is saying once these gets destroyed bhagwan he vashneya strishu dushtasu once the uh, women population get polluted right then what happens varna sankara jayate the whole caste system will completely go down into drains the everything will become admixture of caste will go into is going to spoil everything here he says in the next shloka sankara kulagnanam cha a kulasya narakaya eva lupta pinda udaka kriyaha he says once the admixture of caste happens admixture of families happen what happens kulagnanam the one who is the destroyer of these families he is calling himself a destroyer of families huh? if we end up doing this war we will end up becoming the destroyer of the families because that's what people will term us to be kulagnanamcha and those families which get destroyed both narakaya eva they will fall into hell why they will fall into hell can you think of a reason why they will fall into hell please remember it's very difficult to cultivate good habit as i told you to fall we don't need any effort one example which i keep using in my my sessions is that you know have you seen a flight for it to take off it needs lot of effort it needs to go to the you know taken to the runway it needs to bring that to that speed level then finally it makes an attempt to take off take off takes lot of effort keeping in the sky is still needs effort but is still much less than the take off attempt but to land it needs lesser effort for the flight of course the pilot needs to do many things that he may not end up landing wrongly in the same way for our personality to pick up it needs lot of effort maintaining needs effort but not as much effort as it is needed to take off but falling needs really no effort if the flight doesn't do anything it will fall to the ground everyone may die that's a different story even if it doesn't decide to land everyone will die that's the only point but it's not difficult to fall so arjun is saying bhagwan what will happen we will all fall into naraka why because once the family gets destroyed once the clan gets mixed together what will happen lupta pinda udaka kriya now this is a very important point which these days is understood very very wrongly the young generation today says they to you know make fun of it he says what i don't understand what kind of living you are living in we give pind and pind and udak means the rice ball and water we give pindan here and the pitras in next log get i don't understand what kind of scientific world you are living in and they put us down by saying that actually it's not coming out of that this coming out of two things one is the laziness to do all these things they don't want to go end up going there and doing that that's one thing the second thing is they have no knowledge about the thing see everything see you don't have to see everything to believe there are many unseen things in this world like the air you breathe you don't see it right 
but you feel it you breathe it if you say that you know the air doesn't exist you will be a fool to say that you don't have to necessarily see everything to believe there are many things actually i'll tell you one thing again i'm referring to purusha suktam here bhagwan in the purusha suktam says you know one fourth of bhagwan is this whole seen world whole seen world means all the different galaxies everything put together is only one fourth of bhagwan three fourth of bhagwan tripad asya amritam divi three fourth of bhagwan is not known to anyone anyone is the word i'm using ha huh? when rishis and and people and the sages and and mahatmas when they grow in their thing na they start seeing other creations and other worlds also but here he is talking about all the galaxies put together is only 1/4 of bhagwan 3/4 of bhagwan you can't see also so he is saying lupta pinda udaka kriya once the pinda and udaka kriya the, the what we do it during shrad season it's gone those pitaras will also start falling down now i have to give you one example of a loka here what happens now one more thing i want to understand is puja swami subodhanand ji used to say death is not real it's only notional i'm repeating myself death is not real it's only notional there is nothing real called death death is what only the end of staying in this body and the jiva walks away from this body into a next life like for example you were living in chandigarh you go somewhere they say wo chale gaye right chale gaye means you have left your place of stay here and you have gone to a different place that's exactly what we use when somebody dies what we say wo guzar gaye guzar gaye chale gaye that means we know well that he is gone somewhere our relation with this body this this the jiva staying in this body's time has ended the jiva has passed on to the next life or next world somewhere else when he leaves the body there is a loka called pitruloka where he goes i have to explain you because i have to under, make you understand this pinda udaka kriya whatever you offer here even if it's once in a year in shrad it goes to those those pitras who are staying in pitruloka pitruloka is a urdhva loka is a higher loka then here but the only problem with Pit, only problem kyu kahun it's a, the only good part about pitruloka is pitruloka is only a bhog loka it's not a karma loka they have no freedom for action there they can only enjoy the fruit of their action which they have already done so when people here they do shrad karma that that maintains them there for a particular period of time till the time their karma is there okay there are two things huh? one is their karma phala and one is what we offer here the people the problem with people what happens is in their effort in their mindset of laziness and all those things they don't even take many to don't even take care of parents in their real life now what to talk about after life forget about that are you look after parents now here then only you look after them after life no parents here they are your asset they are the one who are the bearers of culture to you you have you owe something to them you owe something to them till the time you are in this body and till the time you are in this body since you owe them that is why our rishi muni have kept pinda udaka kriya shrad time there and you know once in a year shrad comes for sanatan dharma that that time of the uh, year during any of those days you can go and offer and come back if you offer in badrinath or you offer in gaya you don't have the obligation to offer every time okay every year you don't have to offer but that one offering is equal to offering for throughout your life but till when do you owe the responsibility to offer that till the time you are alive in this body see they don't need to worry about what happens ends after life their karma will take them somewhere we do or not they will get their karma that's a different thing but we are getting pitru dosha why because what is our responsibility we are running away from that so he says once the varna sankara happens the cultural tradition will fall because somebody will marry somebody else their caste is different their caste is different their jati dharma is different their kula dharma is different who will offer according to what everything will fall off since that will fall off 
even the pitras the ancestors staying in pitruloka they will fall off gurudev has mentioned another meaning of this word they say that you know this culture is something which the ancestors have cultivated through their hard work they have lost their blood and sweat for this culture when they see from the lokas that their children or their their lineage of the family they are not following up just think of how sad they will feel so gurudev says it's another way to indicate that how why it is important for us to continue with that culture so that's why arjun says kulasya kulagunagnanam cha kulasya narakaya eva lupta pinda udaka kriyaha esham pitara hi patanti all these ancestors will start falling falling where according to their karma karma into different lokas our pinda udaka kriya can retain them for some period of time there now two things i want to mention here I told you in one of the session that up to swarg loka, it's a bhog loka. It's not a karma loka. Eh? Up to swarg loka, there is a reason I'm saying till swarg loka. You can do bhog, you cannot do karma. So this knowledge cannot be gained in swarg loka. So in there are stories which comes up. Indra had to come down to earth to gain this knowledge. It's, the story is there in many places. I'll come as a reference wherever it comes. So this knowledge cannot be gained over there. because knowledge comes out of action you have to do the action you have to come here you have to make an effort to study you have to do sadhana you have to do many other things to get the knowledge so those karmas there is no freedom for those karmas in pitruloka and swargaloka till the time the karma their karma phala is there they will remain in that loka after that they will fall the only additional benefit they get is that once we offer the kriya they can stay there temporarily for a particular period of time that is the reason why that kriya has been kept so that we do not have this kriya spread across the whole year our pitras our rishi munis they have kept it one shraddh month to celebrate in that shraddh month they have kept it like that pitrapaksha and especially that amavas is very very important at that time the shraddh paksh ki amavas jo hai so he arjun uses that word here then he in the we'll go to the 43rd shloka now he says doshai retai kulagnanam varna sankara karakaihi उत्साद्यंते जातिधर्माशेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेषेष
which are mentioned there now amongst those sanskar shraddh is also one sanskar you know in other religion also when somebody dies there is a tradition of theirs according to which they do the last rites they may bury they may burn that's a different thing altogether but you know since they have died they do, just don't leave them let them be eaten by you know dogs and all that doesn't happen everyone has their own ceremony that's what he's talking about kula dharma and jati dharma here he says once they get destroyed these things will get destroyed you know in, there is a community called parsi community it came into a lot of discussion and uh, because of of that uh, person who died right on a road accident yeah, at that time cyrus yeah cyrus mystery so in parsi culture there they have this tradition that you know uh, once a person dies the they are taken to a particular place and they are left for or you know vultures to eat them that doesn't mean they are disrespectful to their ancestors that's their tradition they are not left in some garbage to you know so a vulture can come eat anywhere they have a proper place they have a proper ceremony it's all ceremonious that's what the ceremony is talking about once the culture stops or culture gets destroyed is not passed on these ceremonies will die that's what is talking about utsadyante they all will get destroyed both the caste culture and the family culture both in the next shloka i'll take the next one 44th उत्सन्नकुलधर्माणुष्याणुषुश्रुमुत्सन्नकुलधर्माणुष्याणुषुश्रुमुजन he says like this i have heard anushushruma it's not my own mental cultivation bhagwan i have heard this that's why i said the word earlier arjuna is well listened and well read both when you know when you live in a kingdom in kingdom many kinds of saints come and visit them and when the saints come it's that never used to be there in the kingdom that you know saints came and they say you know nritya dikhao and all those things it never used to be like that huh? it was not that kind of a culture of ours when the saints and sages used to come at that time they were given opportunities to speak to the kingdom and to the people who follow them to the rulers their children they were invited to come and sit that that culture is where arjun is coming from he says like this i have heard it's not my own mental projection because arjun is has heard these things he is able to bring them out even during vishad just think somebody who is in a mental hysteric condition he is talking absolute knowledge here he is not talking some nonsense here why because remember one thing our culture and our philosophy this is a very important point i'm talking about here huh? our philosophy is not a philosophy to be read it's a philosophy to be listened i'm using again ah huh? in our sanatan dharma we don't give too much importance to people who have read lot of scriptures <coughs> because it's not the art of reading it the it's the art of listening why because when you read you will interpret according to your own understanding that's why our scriptures are grossly misunderstood outside many have read and written commentaries also uh, this is not a, a you know scripture to be read and and written commentary somebody asked swami subodhanand ji puje swami subodhanand ji used to speak very deep i wish i will make you listen some day for few minutes as a clipping then you will understand what i'm talking about otherwise you and me can't be on the same page on that anyway so somebody went and and asked swami ji swami ji you speak so deep you must have read lot of scriptures swami ji said i've never read anything ha huh? what are you talking about you never read anything i have listened to scriptures well it's a art of listening here Ar- bhagwan could have told arjuna here is the book i have written go read and come back <laughs> he didn't do that 
I've written a lot of books, Arjun. Go to my library, read and come back. He didn't do that. Your Vishad will be over there. It's not a reading culture. It's a culture of listening. Why? The person who is teaching you should have understood it with faith first. Should have gone to the depth of the knowledge first. Then only he can bring out the depth to you, no? If the person himself has read somewhere, there are many people I have seen. I know these days I am telling you why, making fun also with that man. There are so many corporate trainers which have been born during this time of COVID. I am purposely using the word. Eh? Some is in our family also is there, corporate trainer, trainers. What happens? <laughs> they are like, they do a copy-paste job. <laughs> I have listened to a lot of Swamis, you know. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> they copy it somewhere, paste it somewhere else. They may be reference, may not be referential. But I am sorry, we have no respect for such thing. Person should have been well understood. After listening, he should have read the scriptures. Reading is given after listening. So what you have listened, you clarify it once you read. So read and come, it's not like school days, you know, teachers say that you read and come to school. Are bhai, read happens after listening. This the kriyai badal gai puri. Who sequence galat hai. Listening has to happen first. That's why Bhagwan has given ears here on top. And he has given two on two sides for a reason. The way he has manufactured body and I tell you it's a wonder in itself. There is nothing else you need to see to respect God and love God. He is so great. I don't know which factory he created this. Everything is perfectly blended. At right place. And if we understand it, the way it has been kept, we will understand the importance of things also. Listening comes first. Seeing comes after. Okay? That's, that's how the scripture is talking about. So Arjun says, Anushushruma. Iti Anushushruma. Bhagwan, I am not talking from my head. I have listened it very well from some um, places. He says what? Etehi varna sank. He says, sorry. He Janardana, he uses the word He Janardana for Bhagwan. Janardana means, I told you, the one who is the protector of all. Everybody. Everybody is his folks. See, all of us are his child. See, we are child of our parents, but first we are his child, then the child of our parents. You know, there are certain Sanatan Dharam things which I will talk to you in the next class. I will come here first right now. He Janardana, Utsanna Kula Dharmanam. That Kula dharma, that culture, that family culture which is destroyed, right, that one, Manushyanam, um, who's of the people, the family culture, that which is destroyed, Aniyatam Narake Vasaha Bhavati, they will all fall into hell for an indefinite period of time. Narake Aniyatam, Aniyatam means for not known period of time, for an indefinite period of time. He is not using the word infinite here. Huh? Infinite doesn't come for lokas in our scripture at all. You will not hear that word. It's definite or indefinite. Known period or unknown period of time. That's the way he's saying. They will fall into hell for an indefinite period or unknown period of time. This is what I have listened to from my rishis and sages who have come and blessed our kingdom. See, a, a kingdom... I always have to look in this way. Our Sanatan Dharma is very clear. Dharms, the, the leadership of a Dharma cannot be done by a country's leaders. leaders. Dharma ka netritva kavi bhi rajniti nahi kar sakti. Thikana? Dharma ka netritva hamesha alag rahega. It will always be different. The leadership of Dharma will always be different. Religion will always be different. But a religious leader who is well known and well listened to in the scriptures, who has understood the scriptures well, should always be in the committee of a leader to advise you where you go wrong. I am giving you one small example. Eh? See, I am not trying to bring out, out personal details here, but I am just trying to tell you, the day before yesterday I was hearing a statement of CIA person that what Modi ji did speaking to Russia Nobody else could have done it to stop the war. 
everybody is looking up to india that only we can do it i'm not saying he's doing the netritva of uh, dharma i'm not talking about that but one who has grown in the culture he understands that culture see vasudeva kutukam kutumbakam is the concept of sanatan dharma full stop so he says aniyate narakam am vasah bhavati iti anushushrama this is how i have heard rest we'll see in the next class kaena vacha manasendriya irva बुद्ध्यात्मना वकृते स्वभाव कौमीयम परस्म नारायणाएति समर्पयामी श्रीमारायणाएति समर्पयामी ओं पूर्णमद पूर्णमद पूर्णात्पूर्णमुदच्यते पूर्णस्य पूर्णमादाय पूर्णमेवशिष्य ओं शाति 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 हरि ओं श्रीगुरभ्यो नम हरि ओम ओम तत्सत्